can't. Women can't. Women can't parlay. All right, parladies and no parladies. Yeah. <laughs> parladies. Just parladies. Just parladies. All encompassing. Yeah. We have a special bonus episode for you all this week. You're welcome. With maybe the cutest girl there ever was. And also the most well-spoken, well-rounded human being. Like, you're going to die. Like, yeah. She's literally the best. A local hometown hero from our same hometown. Yeah. I mean, she's doing she's doing big things, and I believe she will continue to do big things. And I think you guys will agree with us after you listen to this episode. Correct. So here it is. Check it out. Hey, everyone. Our guest for this episode has quickly rose to local fandom with her recent game-winning kick, helping move her and the rest of the Munster Hornet football team onto the state quarterfinals. Please welcome Miss Marty McCoy. Yay. <laughs> hey, Marty. Uh, thanks so much for coming on today. We're yes. super excited to have you on. Yes, uh, thank you. For me. I'm so excited. Of course. <laughs> awesome. Um, So just to get started, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and just, you know, your history and experience in sports and obviously, you know, the recent uh, exciting things that have been going on in your sporting career. Yeah. So I'm Marty McCoy. I'm 16 and I'm a junior at Munster High School. I have a little brother and, oh, an older brother and a little sister. And then (laughs) mom's a teacher at Munster High School. and My dad's a wind tech. He climbs wind turbines to fix those. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my past sports I'm, I've played I think I started playing soccer when I was four and basketball picked up right after that I mean as soon as I could join leagues or be in any games that I could I've always played so sports have always been a very large part in my life and then this past Friday I kicked the game-winning field goal against Hamlin they were undefeated up until then and it was just a super huge accomplishment for- yeah that's so cool Yes, very, very cool. Let's talk about, you know, the football team. How did you actually get the position on the team? How did that come about? Yeah. Um, Well, I actually didn't start until about three or four games into the season. And I mean, it's Town Munster. Y'all know the, y'all know how it goes. So everybody goes and watches the football games. Everybody goes to support. And as I was watching this year, early in the games, I just noticed that we really didn't have a, a large kicking presence. The team was pretty much going for two every time. And the kickoffs were sort of crazy here and there and started thinking to myself, like I used to mess around all the time as a kid, like down at the football field, going to kick field goals. Mm-hmm. So I started thinking that maybe just maybe <laughs> I could be of help to the team. So I reached out to coach Carney and he said, and for the longest time, actually I've wanted to play, but as I think most people know, I just have a huge background in basketball and I've got a lot looking forward into the future years with that. And he just didn't want me to get hurt. He didn't see. Yeah a large risk like that until I was I just asked him I said coach Carney you gotta give me this chance like I can do this okay we'll go watch you kick we'll see how it goes and so I kicked one afternoon and he's like we'll try this out you're not gonna get hurt you're not gonna tackle anybody but I'm good with you being on the team if you think you can do this so I yeah so I just want to say that's so freaking cool um (laughs) the fact that you're kind of like coaching and playing too because you're like look they're missing something here. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's the, the kicking situation and I can fix that. So bravo for recognizing that and then capitalizing and going up and being like, 
why can't I do this? Like, come check me out. I'll prove it. So just like, well yeah. done. And yeah, then to, kind to like, of, find that opportunity and actually yeah. speak up and like put yourself in there. I mean, that yeah, says a lot for like a lot that you can do in life, much less sports. That's a lesson that for you to have learned at a young age, let me just tell you in business in life and whatever you do, that will yeah. come in handy. So keep that up. Like yeah, put a, yourself in there, lean in. Yeah. Uh, you can't learn in, that. Do yeah. that. You can't so, learn that's that. Awesome. That's a God given skill, girl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But to kind of piggyback off of that really quick with the parent situation, because I don't know, again, we're old, um, but two of my sisters played junior high football. So just junior high, not, not your level. Um, <laughs> but th- my mom was very much like, go play football. I, I know how to deal with football players. I don't know how to deal with cheerleaders. But my dad, <laughs> of course, was like, I don't want this. And obviously we did what my mom said. But so like, how did, how did your parents play into this whole decision? For the longest time, it was actually the opposite. My dad didn't care. He said, go for it. I mean, he knew I could do it. And it's not that my mom didn't, but you know, you got mama's girl. You don't want your, you don't want your kid getting anything. But I think eventually I just asked enough to where she was tired of me asking. (laughs) And so much always had a good kicker. So Trey McTaggart was our kicker for a long time. He did so good. She knew that I could have a greater purpose on the team and that I was really going out there to help more than I just was wanting to be cool or anything like that. Like she knew that I could serve a greater purpose there. Like I was truly wanting to help instead of just going to kick a football because I can kick a football. Cool. I like that. I mean, I know both of your parents were incredible athletes. So (laughs) yeah, a little family of athletes over there. (laughs) Very, very cool. All right. So let's, let's talk about the famous kick. Uh, You know, y'all had an exciting game against undefeated number two ranked Hamlin just with three minutes left to go they actually had made a comeback two touchdowns scored giving Munster just about one minute to like make something happen getting down the field few seconds left to go you were brought in to attempt a 19 yard field goal to potentially win the game tell us your version of those events and just like what was going through your mind when you went in to make that final play yeah well I so I can start at probably halftime because I think we either we might have gone into halftime down by a touchdown or something but it was still close yeah and so sort of the whole time I'm mentally preparing that just trying to get myself to know that this game could potentially come down to a kick and so the boys were doing an amazing job they covered so much ground and getting up by those two touchdowns was huge like it was big for them coming back it was big for them with the momentum but as Hamlin started to make their comeback, it got a little bit more realistic in my head that I might have a larger part to do that in this game than I intentionally thought at first. So I don't know. It was just so crazy. It all happened. I felt like so fast. There was a minute on the clock, and our first two plays got us two, three yards. Maybe we got a first down in there. And then Trey Anderley made our quarterback made that pass to Grant Hess, and he was down at the one. Oh, and wow. so there are three seconds left on the clock, and Hamlin calls this timeout. So everybody sort of stops for a second and they're like, we're going to kick it. Cause I mean, Hamlet the timeout, it was perfect timing. I had, I had so many boys come up to me. They were Marty, you've got this, go kick the ball. You, you can do this. Like everybody's nervously frantically around me, I think. And I was just standing there. I was like, boys, I got y'all. I can oh. do this. I'm good. And coach Carney was right there beside all of us in our huddle. He said, he said, boys, leave her alone. Like y'all, I think it's pressing her. Y'all can calm down. And so, Going into the kick, it wasn't as pressured as if we were down by two and we needed the third one to stay alive. Because 
even if I'd miss, we'd still go into overtime. And although definitely that's not what I want to happen. Like that's what I need to be. I had to have that in my mind that either way we were going to be okay. But obviously the better alternative was just making it and ending the game. Right. So there, there was that little bit of pressure, but overall, especially with the way the boys reacted, as soon as it happened, I knew that not only were they behind me, like my coaches were behind me, the stands were behind me. Yeah. And it was more of a feeling of, okay, go do your job, go do what you're here for. And when you do that, you can celebrate with your teammates. And no matter what, I know that my parents wouldn't be upset. I know the coaches wouldn't be upset. And just ultimately, I felt ultimately, I felt like I just needed to do my job because the boys had such a great job of getting down there. And so it was more of a, you can do this. Like it's a serious thing, but yeah. don't freak out for sure. Yeah. Mind over matter, sis. Well done. You're that's <laughs> another also skill that is yeah. learned, not taught. So well done. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely that like bout of confidence that you clearly have is like amazing within itself. So good on you, man. Way to go. Keep that up. (laughs) So awesome. So I saw that you were Dell Hansen's play of the week this week. Like that's exciting. Have you had any other like big names reach out to you that you were like super excited about? Um, so Dale Hansen and then, uh, Dave Campbell's Texas football had a tweet. I was on Max Prep's Instagram. And then nice. last night I was on the Fox Sports Southwest cool. for a second. So that was, those have all been such amazing opportunities. And then just today, um, the Gainesville newspaper, Patrick Hayslip wrote an amazing article. I talked to him for a little bit. And so cool. Qu- sports talk has been there but those are local but definitely some bigger names have reached out and it's been truly amazing it's been really cool to hear from those people yeah I mean yeah it's cool a that you're doing all of this right but also very cool to be kind of like making this path for other females you know what I mean I mean it started Mia Hamm for example right like she played football and and there, you know, little sprinkles here and there, but like for it to be 2020 and for you to be 16 doing this, like that's incredible. It's so cool. Speaking of, you know, Mia Hams and like re- with the recent um, headlines of Sarah Fuller, first female to get a snap in a power five college game. So do you have any, any other um, names like that, that motivate you or what is it that specifically yeah. motivates you kind of? Um, definitely in the beginning, like with my soccer career, it was the girls like Mia Hamm and Alex Morgan and Abby Wambach. I think I had posters of them in my room. Like every day it was just, I want to be like them. So powerful. They're amazing. They're making this name for themselves and they're using it in such a positive way. And I guess as a a smaller, like 10 year old girl, I didn't really see all that they had done. But even now, as I follow them on social media and everything, I know that especially Abby, but like Alex and everybody else, they've used their platform in such an amazing way to out about so many things, whoever they partner with. And I know both of them have books and it's just people like that. And then especially Sarah Fuller, like it was crazy that it happened on the, the same Very day, cool. <laughs> but anybody like that using their God given talents, of course is amazing. And they've had such a huge success in the sport that they're doing, but for them to have their platform and know what they can use with that and knowing that they have the power to make a voice. I think it's just so motivational because I mean, you have all these positive women influencers out there and they're trying to tell younger girls that everything is possible, that what they're doing is so achievable by what anybody else says. So it's always been such a good motivator to look at them and to look at everything that they've done. 
Very cool. Obviously, you know, you made that field goal, which is awesome. But aside from this recent notoriety, I mean, you're doing something much bigger than kicking game winning field goals. You're trailblazing. So like you are a female athlete and you are on your way to, you know, leading and inspiring other women, just like the ones that you just mentioned. And I mean, why don't you just kind of talk a little bit more about, you know, where your head is when it comes to being that girl who's playing football? Does it kind of like drive you nuts or like, do you love it? Or what are your feelings on that? Cause like, that's kind of the big thing now, right? Yeah. Well, for, so I actually play on a a summer basketball AAU team and Tristan Keller, we actually played her in the state semifinals. Wow. She played and she plays football. So it wasn't unheard of to me. And then, um, Kyler, her name's Kyler. She kicks for St. Joe and we used to play soccer together. So really small world. And I knew there were a few kickers out there, of course, but to be the, I guess, the girl in Munster that's doing it. It was, I tried to keep it under wraps, not under wraps necessarily. I just, I didn't want to make it too big because the boys have worked so hard. And I mean, my main goal wasn't to show up and be like, oh, hey, everybody, I'm here. Like, don't make it about the boys or anything. I just, I mean, I wanted to help in the best way that I could, but I also wanted to make sure that the boys knew that I was solely there for them, for our town, for the sport. And I was just going to help them where they needed it. I mean, so all of this recognition is so cool and everything, but none of it would be possible without everything that they do day in and day out, how hard and wherever they get. And so I've just been extremely thankful for all of it for sure. And it has definitely been so, so cool. But the team aspect is my absolute favorite part of it. And I just enjoy being around them every day. Yeah, I was going to say, add team player to your resume. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and you kind of touched on it already, but do you want to talk a little bit more about like the kind of support you're getting from your teammates, from your coaches? And even like, I'd be interested to know like what your really good girlfriends say about it all. What do they think about this? Are they all really supportive or are they like, you're crazy? So, um, so my basketball team, I've grown up with them for forever. It's a bunch of my senior friends. I mean, girls, even that are younger that I've just come up and started playing. They're the first people that I get to hug after every football game. They're always running onto the field. Love that. Picture, um, a guy did an article, an Abilene sports writer did an article, and like his cover picture is of me hugging literally one of my best friends. She's the head cheerleader, and so she's on the field first, and it was just this pure moment of happiness that each, we had for each other. And so the support from them has always been 100%. In fact, they were probably the ones that were in my head the most about it in the beginning of the season. They were, Marty, you, you can go do that, Marty. You should, you should mm-hmm. go. And so that was – It's always been great from them day in and day out. I just love that about them. And then from my coaches and my teammates, it's been nothing but 100% from day one. Um, Coach Carney and that staff has done such a good job making me feel welcome. They made me feel not pressured at all. I mean, they told me that they were happy to have me and they knew I could help. And so just having that initial support right away that people believed in me enough to where I could make a difference was huge. And then so even I've said this before, but um, so one of the biggest supporters, I guess you could say, or one of the guys that's been the most nice to me is Jonathan Wheeler. So he's actually a coach's son for the kick. He sort of paused and looked at me. He's like, you're going to be okay. You've been on this stage before. Take a deep breath. Like go kick this field goal, go, go in the game. Like you've got, I know you've got this, like you can do this. And so like even so many of the boys are like that off, off and on the field. They're just, always so supportive. But for him to say that in that moment and in that time, and to know that in my head that he had my back and so did the rest of the team and the coaches, it was just so crazy because I don't think it'd be possible without that at all. To have 
if I knew that like any of my teammates just didn't want me there, it'd be so much harder to play. Absolutely. Uh, for them to be there is just huge. Yeah. yeah full, it makes it come full circle, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's awesome. For sure. Glad that you're getting wild support because sometimes it's not, that's not the case. Yeah. Unfortunately. Have you experienced any hardships being a female in this male dominated sport? Well, Munster's pretty sheltered as y'all know, but <laughs> I mean, I've had a boy or two from another team. Like you sort of hear him do that little girl voice when you're out on the field or mm-hmm. sort of, it has not been very often at all, maybe once or twice. And I mean, of course it's different. So I totally understand, but probably the most hate that I've gotten has been off of these posts here recently, especially on bigger names like the Max Preps post. I guess I just, I don't know. I wasn't surprised or anything, but reading them, you're like, you start to remember that there are people out there that don't think you deserve to be out there. I don't think that you should be out there for any reason. And so having that has been weird, more weird, but it's such a good motivator because Heck yeah. I mean, so many, it's been so great, honestly, because so many of my, not only my friends and my teammates have stuck up for me in those comments, but like, I've had people that I've maybe had two or three conversations in the town, just be like, Hey, this girl is doing something that not many people do. So they've just been so kind about everything and they've stuck up for me throughout it all. So hard as it was to read those comments at first, I got over it so quickly because so many of my, like the town, so many of my peers, so many friends responded so well to it stuck up for me. And I, I mean, of course I'm going to keep quiet. I don't, <laughs> I don't feel like jumping in the mess, but they definitely know that their support means everything to me. So the hate has been there, but it hasn't made a negative impact at all. I think it's just the team and motivation for myself. Good for you. Don't let it, this is only going to continue. It's probably <laughs> going to be worse. I saw a few of the similar comments of what you're talking about and it's just ridiculous. So <laughs> Yeah, um, well, like some, you said, use it as motivation. Don't don't let it get you down because yeah, they're just I mean, ridiculous trolls. <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. I mean, some people are just unhappy and they want everybody else to be unhappy too. And they sometimes choose to take that out on 16-year-old girls, which makes no <laughs> sense. But very cool, again, to kind of bring up the whole role of an athlete, right? Like you, you use things like that. I mean, just... That, I mean, you're obviously very competitive and you're athletic. And if you're going to do all that and be successful, you have to have thick skin. You have to be able to realize, okay, well, that's not at me. That's just at something that this person is mad at. So I'm going to use that. Thank you. Now I'm going to go hit this game winning field goal or the free throw when there's no you know minutes left on the clock. Like, well done. <laughs> Thank you. So do you have any words or advice for young women like yourself who might be in your position and are hesitant to try something like this or speak up because of, you know, what people are going to say or what people are going to think? Like, what would you say to those young women out there? Ultimately, I say just go for it. Like, if it is going to make you so happy, I can't, I can't describe how many times sports has been the thing in my day where I finally get to be in my element and it have, it be that stress reliever, it be that that space where I feel like I'm at my home away from home. And so if you're scared of other people taking that away from you, I mean, that is your right. Like it is your space. And so I say go for it 100%. And I can definitely say, especially from my personal experiences, that the support you get 1000% outweighs any hate that you could ever read. Like, I don't think there's a comment that could make me upset because the other, like the 10 positive comments, that one negative comment outweighs. So much, it's so much greater in that perspective. And so I think any girl trying to do anything out of that comfort zone, there are going to be so many other women supporters, especially, but I still think that there are people 
not just women, but young athletes themselves, professional athletes. I mean, men in the games that see that these girls are trying to make a change and they support that 100% too. So definitely go for it. Be confident in it. Take it and run with it. I mean, do whatever you can because you deserve that just as much as anybody. Yeah. Do, do what you did, right? Ask for it. (laughs) Yeah. Want it. What does the future hold for Marty McCoy? I mean, we, we know we're not done hearing from you. So what, where do we go from here? What's in the, what does the future hold? Well, we pray, we played this Thursday against Winthorse and it's actually sort of a revenge game, I guess you can call it. We've lost him earlier in the season, but I think we are so much better. And of course that just comes with playing as many games as we have. So right. that's in the future for football and then basketball is going to keep going. I have such an amazing team. I always have. And so I'm excited and looking forward to that season and just everything that follows with all of this positivity. I mean, I hope I'm being inspiring or just helping in a bigger impact than just on the field and on the court for sure. So yeah, I can assure you, you are. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, you're 16 and you've already gotten offers from colleges for basketball. Have you not? Yes, I have. And so that's also very exciting, very upcoming in the future. And it's yeah. just, it's relieving to know that, although I haven't chosen anywhere, anything that, again, yeah. believe in me enough to want me on their team and to pay for my college and to get me not only the education that I need, because sports don't always last, so I can't play them forever, but <laughs> well, they, they believe in me enough to fulfill my dreams beyond that. And so it's just been incredible. It's yeah. the only word to describe it. <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. I mean, I played basketball in college, a very small school, Austin College in Sherman. Yes. And I was lucky enough to get to play with two of my sisters there. So it was a very cool experience. And even just at, and by the way, you pay to play there unless you're smart, <laughs> which I imagine you are too. So all the scholarships <laughs> there, but it, it was a very cool experience, even at that small level. So that's, I was not, you know, a great talent as far as basketball goes, but I was good enough to play at a division three school. And I'm so glad I did it. I'm so glad I didn't talk myself out of it because it wasn't, you know, something bigger or better or whatever, because it's something I, there's never going to be an experience like that. And especially to have two of my sisters involved. So it's very cool. Like I'm very excited to see what you do and where you go. And I just, I saw one post about Arkansas tech, right? Yes. Um, so I have to bring it up. So my aunt went there. And she actually, um, excuse me. And then my niece, her daughter, my cousin, her daughter actually recently graduated from there. Um, but my aunt just got inducted into the Arkansas hall of fame and like, is still one of the lead scorers at Arkansas tech. So like be 16 and have offers from these places. Like girl, you're doing something right or more than something. Yeah, definitely. Even just sitting here listening to you, I'm like, are you sure you're 16? I know. (laughs) You definitely don't listen to our podcast. Wise beyond your years. So that's (laughs) awesome. And like I said, I'm certain we'll hear much more about Marty McCoy in the future. Yes. We're excited about that. (laughs) Um, And we'll be able to say, Hey, we interviewed her way back when. So (laughs) on record. So is there anything else like you want to talk about or you want to touch on? I mean, I just want to say thank y'all, of course, and I'm just so for everything that has come out of this. Super blessed to be a part of this team. Super thankful for the people around me, for sure, because it means everything, especially in the small town like Munster, where everything is heard, everything is known. And so to have that little, it's almost like my own little soldiers, I guess, <laughs> sure. defending all of that has just been incredible. And it's an amazing experience, for sure. 
They're all like, good luck on Thursday. We'll be listening. We'll be, you know, cheering for you guys. Like this is, it's, it's exciting. And obviously being from the same town, but also, you know, just a small town, it is, it is cool. Cause even, you know, Jess and I, I'm in Houston, but we talk about this and we hear about this, you know, podcast or not. So it is cool to have that tight knit, always like home feel and to see it all come to fruition when you're putting yourself out there and then they're coming back and like supporting you and lifting you up. It's just, it's cool to see. And it's, I don't know, I'm happy for you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. Well, we want to thank you for joining us. I mean, it's really great, you know, to hear your perspective on this. And I think a lot of people will be anxious to hear what you have to say. You're like an amazing inspiration to young girls (laughs) everywhere. And like Rainey said, we'll definitely be cheering you and the rest of the Munster Hornets on this Thursday against Winthor. So good luck. Yeah. Thank you much is greatly appreciated i promise <laughs> yeah. of course we know that you know you'll be out there doing your thing so <laughs> yeah thank you so much yeah absolutely well have a good night girl thank you you too and we're back marty mccoy ladies and gentlemen yes we now are assuming you all know what we mean by this lady's going places yeah um, we're very thankful that she was willing to come on our podcast and talk to us We very much enjoyed that conversation with her. We hope you did too. Like we said, this is a bonus episode, so that will be it. We will be releasing our regular scheduled programming later this week, so also look forward to that. Check out our other episodes. Women Can't Parlay. And also give us a subscribe and a five-star rating. Follow, subscribe, like, learn, love. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's going to do it. Bye. Goodbye. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay.